1: Very kind to join us right now. Senior golf rider for ESPN. Great piece on Bubba Watson up on the website, ESPN.com right now. Bob Herrick down there at Torrey Pines. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for taking a few minutes for us here this morning.
2: Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, uh, did you in the media pool have uh, Richard Bland as your 36-hole <laughs> co-leader? You, you cleaning up? You taking the taking the pot? <laughs>
2: uh uh no i do not um i'm not sure that i would have been able to recognize uh richard bland right away if you put him in front of me i mean i'm certainly aware of his story um you know he he won last month uh the british masters his first win ever on the european tour and he's 48 years old so obviously he's on a nice little run he's playing great some confidence and uh you know, I hope he keeps it going. He, he he came off really well yesterday, and and he is he is a pretty cool story.
1: A, a lot of cool stories uh, going on as well. Matthew Wolf uh, responding well yesterday. John Rahm is uh, near the top of the leaderboard. Bubba Watson, uh, the subject of your most recent piece. What uh, what has struck you the most through the first two rounds of this uh, 121st playing in the U.S. Open? To
2: be honest, the lack of The lack of complaining, you know, the U.S. Open usually brings out a lot of a lot of negativity, you know, the (laughs) difficulty of the course or it's unfair or this is, you know, you're not really hearing any of that. Um, It's it's been tough, but it's been fair, you know, and I think we're seeing, you know, you know, the fact that you see a lot of birdies, but the, the scoring isn't terribly low. Uh, I think it's a good combination. And now, look, I can say that, and who knows, maybe today it goes over the edge, but I, I would expect the conditions to be a little bit tougher even today. The greens will be firmer, and, and um, you know, it's not been particularly warm. Um, it's, it's mild, but not, not warm, and there's been a little bit of a haze at times, and that causes some confusion a little bit. They're not quite sure with wind and you know, is there any moisture in the greens? Um, it's uh, it's turned out to be the test I think we expected.
3: Mike Davis, is uh, it's his swan song from the USGA. You think uh, he's trying to leave everyone with a good impression, or is John Bodenhammer taking over and saying, let's make this a little more fair?
2: Yeah, you know, I think we've seen a transition to John um, you know, already, uh, in the last year or two. And, um, you know, this, this, this course was one that's probably, uh, it, it's, it's sort of just there anyway. And they didn't really need to do a whole lot, uh, to, to get it tough. It's a long course. It's, uh, it's got a lot of rough, a lot of very, very penal bunkers. I think Phil Mickelson explained it really well the other day that the a lot of the green side bunkers when you have a pin near the bunker it just so happens that the green runs away Mm -hmm. and so it's hard to hit it close Mm -hmm. you know so you've you know these guys are phenomenal out of the bunkers but here being in a bunker is really a penalty it's hard to get it close if you're on the wrong side. And so you add all that in uh, and it, uh, you know, it's going to be pretty tough to begin with. So I'm not sure that their setup necessitated them, you know, sort of trying to dictate anything. Um, At times they've been accused of that and, and they've often pushed it to the edge and then it's gone over. And I think what they've done at least so far is, They've left a little leeway in there with the the hope that it maybe gets to the edge by the end of the day, but doesn't go beyond it.
3: Well, they've certainly made it difficult with the rough. Uh, It is penal, and the reason why a lot of the players are ending up in bunkers or on the wrong sides of the uh, green is because they can't hit a fairway. They're only 27 yards wide. Uh, so it, it appears and I look at uh, Brooks Kepka for instance who just can't hit a fairway to save his life, uh, any chance that he finds the fairway going into the weekend?
2: I think it's a good sign that he that he's hung in there. Um you know, he's even par and uh and and still still right in contention despite having those struggles he pointed out. You know, I mean he's a He's a 68 away today, say, from, from being there with a great chance on Sunday. And I, I think that's the key. You just do not let yourself get frustrated and get down about, uh, about where you are on the leaderboard at this point. I mean, Phil is a good example. He's mm-hmm. plus two. I mean, he's seven back. But, you know, he's seven back of two guys who haven't done much in majors. And – uh uh, you know, if, and he gets to go out earlier today. His tea times around 10 a.m. You know, if he can get a score on the board, you know, get in the 60s, you know, he's going to pass a bunch of guys. So, it, to your point about Kepka, yes, I do think he he can he can do that. But but as you said, he hasn't so far, and uh, there's got to be a little bit of frustration there. I noticed he was on the range for a good bit of time after his round mm-hmm. yesterday, trying to, trying to figure something out.
1: Bob Herrick, our guest here, senior golf writer for ESPN. As we uh, get ready, the third round of the U.S. Open down at Torrey Pines in San Diego has uh, gotten started. You look at the leaderboard, and it's interesting, uh, along with your piece that's up uh, on Bubba Watson, but you have John Rahm, uh, you have Matthew Wolfe, Bryson DeChambeau, Justin Thomas, guys who can run hot or get inside their heads uh, very easily. Uh, all near the top of the leaderboard and and, uh, along with Bubba and we see in Matthew Wolf highlighting this as well, uh, just how mental the game of golf is at the highest level. What are you finding uh, from these guys as they start to learn to cope with uh, success when they have it and being able then to overcome, you know, the issues that surround that to just get back to golf?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's... um... It's it's sort of a an eye opener, a little bit of a, a step back and have some perspective. You know, um, Bubba and and Matthew Wolf are at the at the at the opposite ends. You know, Bubba's in his forties, Matthew Wolf's just starting out. Both of them have spoken openly here recently about their about their struggles. You know, and um, Bubba's sort of on the rebound has been for a while. That's why he's opened up about it. Wolf is just coming back for the first time since the new Orleans team event, uh, which was two weeks after the masters. Uh, the masters was his last stroke play event, you know, and he was on a terrible run and, uh, just shut it down for a while, you know, and, uh, this, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not sure it's all golf related. I mean, I think some of it is just life, you know, you've got to, You've got to have that balance if things aren't right in your life or if you're not feeling well or whatever, uh, it's going to impact your golf. I mean, it's a hard game to play as it is. So it's good to see them both up there. Um, You know, Wolf's been terrific. I mean, it's a great story that he's right there having not played for so long and you're going to, you're going to come back at the U S open, you know, you're not even going to ease your way back in. So, so uh, good for him. Good for Bubba too. He's not been up there for a while. He's, He's um you know sort of had okay results, but hasn't contended much, so we'll see if they can keep it going
3: well, Bubba yesterday said he he curves the ball too much, he doesn't make putts. What kind of attitude is that going into into the weekend? actually, he sounded really good and and he sounded confident and happy about where he was uh does what does Bubba need to do to? really perform well this weekend.
2: Yeah. Bubba's a little self-deprecating at times. You know, he said he was happy to make the cut, you know, and (laughs) here he is. He's two shots out of the lead. Um, You know, look, the thing for him, again, I I think it's, it's, it's getting in the fairway enough times to give yourself some chances. You know, you're going to miss fairways. It's hard to hit all 14, you know, but if you can hit more than half, a long hitter like him, I believe he hit uh, uh, nine yesterday. Nine of the fourteen. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty good. That's a pretty good number to strive for, you know. Because then you've got nine cracks at getting on the green and having yourself a reasonable chance. Then obviously the par threes too. You know, you better you better knock it on from the on on the par threes. Um, you start missing the rough too much. Uh, excuse me, the fairways too much. And now you bring a lot of doubt in. You're, you're, the guessing game starts with iron shots out of the rough. Um, you know, to his point about curving it too much, he does do that. But that's what he likes. That's his game. You know, and um, as I was trying to write, Bubba's one of these guys who really likes to visualize. Mm-hmm. And at, on a course like this, you can see where you're going to land it. And, and he likes that. Um, he, he, he won the, the Farmers event here. Uh, several years ago, uh, so it's not like he's he's not had success on this course, and uh, it's just that he hasn't been in this position for a while. You know, he's he's just sort of been middling along here for, for you know, the last several months.
3: It's been a crazy year, and we've had people come out of nowhere and perform. You anticipate anybody from nowhere coming out, a Richard Bland or anyone else?
2: Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I think today's big on that front. You know, it's that's why they play seventy-two holes. It's it's, <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to do this. You know, I'm I'm sort of interested to see where some of those guys who are lurking back there do. Rom, uh Kepka, Deshambo. You know, Kepka and DeChambeau are, are at the same score right now, even par. Uh, so, you know, uh, and five shots is nothing after thirty-six holes. So um, I don't know if there's anybody to come out of nowhere, but uh, you know Russell Henley's not a guy who's had a lot of success in, in the biggest tournaments, uh, and you know he kind of let go. He didn't let go. He obviously he's tied for the lead, but he he three putted from 17 feet on the last hole yesterday, or he would have had the lead by himself. And uh, you wonder if that bothers him overnight, or if that, uh, or if that you know maybe emboldens him.
1: Well, it'll be fun to watch this weekend. You can follow along uh, with Bob Herrick's coverage at ESPN.com. Follow him on Twitter at Bob Herrick. Thanks so much for taking a few minutes for us here uh, this morning, Bob. We really appreciate it and uh, enjoy the weekend at the U.S. Open.
2: Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
1: Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. (laughs) I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room.